Welcome back to Jabbermouth. I'm Scourge of the Seven Seas, Barrett. Well, I'm just normal old Ethan. I'm JD, and we're on episode four. Four. Episode four, yeah. We are on continuing our Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle uh, escapade, or finishing it, for now at least. Concluding. Rather. For yeah. now. Yeah, we watched the first three, uh, if you haven't seen those, or listened to those episodes, uh, the first three from the 1990s, which were all comically bad <laughs> but still weirdly good <laughs> they're fun they were fun for 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 reasons they weren't supposed to be they were fun and so we decided to take another step further and we watched uh tmnt from 2007 is a movie that exists um it's animated i think that, that's a big thing yeah can we talk about the animation for a second yeah so as somebody who kind of delves in a little bit into 3d and that stuff the animation is rough on a multitude of levels. It is. It, 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 we, we all agreed. They basically spent the whole budget on the turtles and the monsters in the movie. Right? Like, yeah. that's how it feels. Yeah. Oh, Ima the humans are so fucking hard to look at. Oh like, my god. Imagine really good looking Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and really well defined like hair follicles on Master Splinter and all the monsters look good. And then Hoodwinked is just the rest of the movie. Because <laughs> the rest of the cast, especially... <laughs> God, I couldn't get over like their fucking sausage fingers. You know, they're like these giant swollen things, and it looks like they just painted on. Yeah. You know, like the knuckles and yeah. uh, fingernails. Like they just look like painted on. Oh my god, bad. Yeah, it was really bad, and it and it it was really noticeable in some clipping issues too, and some some parts where people were touching people and they weren't they weren't their actually hands connecting. Weren't actually on and. There, yeah. there seemed to be no subsurface scattering. Like none of the reflection. Like if you look at your skin, there's reflection off the like the outer layer of your skin and then there's some deeper reflection that's what makes skin look super real right there's none of that throughout the whole movie there's one scene in which a dump truck drives away and the water spraying up from the dump truck is about four inches off the ground and it's just a line right well all the people look like plastic right is basically what it is yeah. what i would say they look like plastic but then the turtles right it's like it's like somebody meticulously spent all their time look, making sure the light reflected off them super well, all their skin is super vibrant and just really believable, and then they went, oh shit, we gotta do people too. Yeah. <laughs> I like to imagine they're like, no, 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 they have like a month left in production, they came to the door, what happened? We don't have any more budget. We didn't finish any of the background people. Oh. <laughs> is that why all their waists are th so thin? Oh my god, especially like April O'Neil, like how tiny her waist is, like, what? It's Meg syndrome? Yeah, it's, it's it literally just is. Meg from uh, Hercules, Hercules, which yeah. just, we made a realistic woman. No, you didn't. That's a monster. That's a Tim Burton creature. What the hell is that? Yeah, you're right. Unrealistic at all. I don't know why they made him so fat. I don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, even like the even even the guys though. It's like they had like these like what, what was that like these big hulking just out of nowhere shoulders and just tiny little waist. Right. Yeah. Well, Casey Jones is the only dude who's kind of. Well, even he's a fucking Dorito, even, basically. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> you know, he's like the upside-down <laughs> pyramid. Just. But, but he's kind of as close as we can get, right? He kind of is. My favorite is is um, Big Daddy Chonkers, who's one of those stone people. There are, like, four oh. stone guys who are Oh, yeah, immortal. we got our names for them. So you got uh, Chonkers with the hammer. No, he's Big Daddy Chonkers. Because we were going to talk about Ninja Chonkers later, because he yeah. makes his, his reprise. Chonk Chonkers foot. Yeah. Chonkers foot, yes, yes. Uh, so Big Daddy Chonkers. Uh, I like Furry Chonkers, the one who makes the Jaguar sounds as he chases people. <laughs> furry Chonkers. There is Furry Chonkers. There is Lady Chonkers. Lady Chonkers. Or Lady, the no. Chonkers Dynasty. She doesn't even have. She has one line in the whole movie. I like so. I call her Lady Chonkers because that's her only distinguishing characteristic. She has. She's, she's she has one two, sister. Yeah. yeah, she has two side blades, and. Is a woman, and that's about it. That is the, the like the extent of her character. <laughs> and then the other one is Principal Brian Lewis. <laughs> yes, it's Principal Brian Chonkers Lewis. <laughs> Brian Chonkers Lewis. <laughs> oh, there. Speaking of that, there are so many star-studded names in this, this is... in this movie that I was not expecting to be. And, and I think part of it is a lot of them weren't super recognizable or famous yet. Is a piece of it like Casey Jones, played by Chris Evans. In 2007. But I mean, Patrick Stewart and Lawrence Fishburne. Well, yeah, those two are super big names, but I don't feel and like those guys ever really ask for a ton of money, though. You know? I feel like Patrick Stewart does shit because he thinks it's fun. Which is why he does American Dad for so long. 
Right? Like, I don't know. I, I, you want to be a cocaine-fueled CIA version of yourself? And I bet Patrick Stewart's like, yeah, I'm down. I mean, then there's no one north. Was he? He I, was right there. I, I know nothing about Nolan North. He, he video, every, every voice in video, video game. game. You played a video game, you've heard Nolan North. Okay, I'm not video game savvy enough, apparently. Goddamn. Yeah, he, he. Any video game you enjoyed, it's probably Nolan North. It's probably Nolan North. Alright, cool. Rip off the. It's like the end of every Scooby Doo episode. <laughs> and now let's figure out who this lead actor in a game really is. It's Nolan North. Mm hmm. Alright. But yeah, I mean, like, Chris Evans being Casey was interesting. And it was fun because Chris Evans just got to have his normal voice because he he is from New York and has a New York accent. And he just got to be him because everyone's used to, like, super American, standardized Brooklyn. Chris Evans. He's, he's very from he's, Brooklyn. Is he actually from Brooklyn? I don't know. I'm just making the Captain, yeah, Captain America, America joke. You know, isn't it funny how Captain America doesn't have a Brooklyn accent? That is true. That is. <laughs> yeah. Well, At no, all. it wouldn't sound as heroic. Imagine if he was running around sounding like Raph. <laughs> hey, you guys, where's my New York pizza? <laughs> hey, you red skull cocksucker over here. <laughs> I feel like Spider-Man has a more of a New York accent than, than Chris Evans. Yeah, because he's Captain from Queens. Does, Captain America's from Brooklyn. I don't feel like that's a valid argument. <laughs> I... I feel I, <laughs> like what has ever been to New York? I just I only know all of this from movie stereotypes. stereotypes. So I bet if I actually get there, I'm sure I'm sure that it's there. I know some. I've met people from New York and new people. I've worked with people who are like from there and born there, and they have the accent, the movie accent. I mean, it's not cocksuckers and pizza. No, but it's there. But it yeah. could be. Yeah, if they tried, yeah. There is a, a one weird tangent note about New York. I've actually learned that there is actually a weird, not hatred, but almost disliking of people from different suburbs in New York. Like, I have a friend uh, I used to work with who was from the Bronx. And I, I used to work in sales. And a guy came in who was from Queens and had the accent and everything. And as soon as this bro heard his voice, he went, Oh, you're from New York. Where from? Queens? Bronx. And they just stared at each other for like 15 <laughs> And I'm just watching this. Like it's some sort of like <laughs> Mexican standoff about who's going to blink first and get shot, right? <laughs> and, and eventually they just, they nodded and they just, and they, they didn't even, they just went about their day. And I was like, what? What just did happened? You, like, imagine I'm from Colorado. That's not a thing that exists in Colorado. Like, if I meet somebody from Colorado Springs, right? I like, mean, Bear, I mean, I mean, I feel like you meet somebody from Pueblo, you're kind of like, no, I'm just like, okay, cool. You're from the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> well, no, no, you, had to, you had to think about it from like a major, like you know, like a like a larger metropolis. Like, but like we don't even have that in Los Angeles. It's not like you know, it's like you know, like uh, we're the Burbank boys. If I ever see any of you motherfuckers from Pasadena, I'm coming at you. <laughs> Yo, Los Feliz, get the fuck out of here. Yo, if I ever see you on this side of Glendale again, I'll kick your ass. I actually don't want to yell, Los Feliz, get the fuck out of here very loudly, because I feel like somebody from Los Feliz is going to hear me, and I'm going to have problems. <laughs> so... So the story... Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. It was a very convoluted plot, that film. It's a um, decent... It, it, they did a good job. Uh, yeah. But let me let me just say this sentence, and you tell me if it's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie. So 3,000 years ago, some South American warlords, uh, presumably Aztec in origin, the based on, the, on, the, on the, the stuff that they use, but also white for some reason. Although they whitewash the main guys like, I'm an ancient Aztec warrior. White is the Dickens, voiced by Patrick Stewart. Right. Somehow living in, somehow, like, the, the, the flashback is in the desert, but it's South America. And even 3,000 years ago, that doesn't exactly add up. Yeah, the desert mountains. The mountains, I guess yes. that makes sense. I but guess that makes no... sense. Okay, I'll give Well, you. it's Central America, right? Oh, it's, you're right. It's not you're really right. South so America. So there is some desert. Okay, okay. No, I'll, I'll no take not that really. Way. Central America? Yeah. There's no... no. I do, mean, do you Mexico. Count Mexico? Mexico's a lot of desert. Me yeah, but not like... Well, I just imagine that being a Mexican desert. There's a there geography go. buff listening to this right now going, you were all fucking wrong. Do you not <laughs> you understand? Are, you are. The hemispheres, you Fucking idiots. You're giving us a lot of credit to think somebody I, smart I enough like to be it's... that into geography is going to be listening to this. People have hobbies. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they, they show the jungle with the first, like, the first couple scenes with That's Leo. True. Yeah. Okay. Maybe it was that right after said, the meteor. 3,000 years ago, right. they, this warlord had a bunch of generals, and they were trying to, like, 
take over the planet, I guess? They, found, they, they found a portal to another dimension. It was a magic portal to another dimension. They're right. like, boom, we're going to take over the world. We're going to gain more immortality. But then the trade-off was, hey, the the king, only he received immortality, and then his four siblings were turned into stone and then unleashed 13, 13 monsters, monsters on the planet who all end up what? in New York City in 2007, and they never explained that. Why 13? Other question. Yeah, is know, it just because, like, 13 in American culture is, is an unlucky number? Is that true. Because it, so. it never specifies that it, that it was, a, like, a specific number of monsters for a reason. Because, like, like, later in the, the movie... the 13 monsters. Yeah. Well, because 12 is too easy. Too I easy. Sure. Too easy. So Come then 3,000 years pass, and now we have fucking turtles rocking around in New York, our boys. But it's past the Shredder years. We found out this later. This is actually, even though it's 2007, different company, animated, is all in the same universe as the, the 1990, <laughs> 1990s live action ones. Which means Vanilla Ice did canonically die <laughs> in when this universe yeah. when the dock fell. Anyways, besides the point. So, is, is that the tipping point then? Vanilla Ice dying is what changed well, they still, everything? Well, they went to feudal, Japan. to feudal Japan first. Well, I mean... So it was after they came Vanilla back from Ice, Feudal, Feudal Japan. Japan. I just like how Casey reversed age. So instead of being a divorcee in his late thirties, early forties, like, yeah, yeah, no, he's, he's like just his in 20s his twenties. Like, hey, what's up? Yeah, I like what they did with Casey. I I really do. I'm glad he's not a teenage beating, forty year old midlife crisis hockey boy anymore. He is still a hockey boy, but he's a much better hockey boy. I don't know. You miss you miss fucked up Casey. You miss Predator explain. Casey. In a way, okay, not the Predator <laughs> part, not the non-consensual touching, but I don't know. There's something kind of Actually, funny about just like this weird, crazy guy with a hockey stick hanging out with a bunch of mutants, you know, instead of a well-adjusted guy, or not even well-adjusted, but like say, I don't know, I a more reasonable well guy. But I don't know. There's something about the original cringe lord Casey yeah. that I kind of feel like fits better with just hanging out with a bunch of mutants. Okay, I'll give you that. I will stand firm, though, on this April, despite her fucking waistline. unbelievable waistline. God, she's so fat. No, I'm just, uh, <laughs> I, I will argue that this Casey's a million times better. Like, story, like, like character-wise. She actually has a point, yeah. in kind of, in the story. She's more relevant in the beginning. She, she's what brings Leonardo home. Oh, yeah. She convinces yeah. Leonardo, because I mean, Leonardo fucked off in Central America for like a year and a half because Splinter told him he had to go be a better leader. I think it was a coke addiction. I'm gonna... You think it was a coke addiction? Okay. I... So here's why, well, mostly just, I like to imagine this Master Splinter, so I guess like Leonardo just got addicted to a lot of, you know, cocaine, and, uh, and Master Splinter's like, hey, you need they to leave New closer. York and go be a leader, and he's just like, yeah, 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 I agree. I'm gonna go to Central America. Well, I mean, I didn't say that. Maybe if you want to think about another place. Nope, already gone. Back to back. See you later. <laughs> well, I wonder if like he wasn't a coke he's fiend. Sobered up. <laughs> well, I wonder if he wasn't a coke fiend until he got there, and, and beat the shit out of some cartel for the first time, and they thought he was like a demon or something. So they were like, we must appease this god here. Have the best Colombian fucking cocaina that we can offer you, and he just. Went to town. He, he just became a drug lord down there. <laughs> the shadow, they call him the shadow of the jungle. No, the ghost of the jungle. He's the ghost of the jungle. That that sounds like a... And that's why, because he's white. He's just covered in cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> so, so he... And April O'Neil is down in, in Central America because she's finding one of the statues, yeah, which is one of the generals. She's now Indiana Jones. She's basic. No, she's, she's a Tomb Raider. She's basically Tomb Raider. She's going Indiana to, Jones. She's Laura Croft. Why, why can't yes. she be Laura Croft? Because Laura, Laura Croft is Indiana Jones. It's all connected to Indiana Jones. You follow this long string. So, okay, it's all so, Harrison Ford. So, all Harrison, to fuck another Indiana Nazi. Jones had a daughter who is Laura Croft. Then Laura Croft. Laura Croft got a clone who had a who is April O'Neil. Blonde. Yeah. Why not? How is we going to differentiate these two people? I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> They come back, and the monster shit happens. There's just 13 random monsters, and we quickly find out that Raphael has just gone through all the Edgelord rings and become the Edgelord Duke because he's turned into, like, this vigilante in the city now that, like, the turtles are kind of disbanded and only and one... And here's where I'm pissed with the writers on. It's like, the new vigilante. We'll call him the Night Watchman. Oh, no, wow. No, 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 no. Night, no, no. The Night Watcher. The Night the Watcher. Watcher. Which is worse. It's just, <laughs> wow, what a, with the most original name. Wow, bravo, gentlemen. I would be clapping right now, but I don't want to spike the mic. There were a million Great things. Great job. Yeah. Night Watcher. Couldn't think of anything else. And he looks super edgy in his, like... Body armor? Like, yeah, this body armor that he wears. And it, 
don't know. It's like he traded out the trench coat and fedora m'lady for now I'm going to take to the streets and actually hurt somebody. Now I will take somebody. justice into my old name. It basically. And just starts assaulting people. That's the other thing. They're all low-tier criminals who he is terrorizing. You know, like the the guys he kept beating the shit out of, they were just they were just like, you know, stealing from things. We never saw them harm or interact with like really other people. Yeah, they never hurt anybody. And then, well, I mean. I mean, the, the part with the gunpoint, like holding, you know, someone at gunpoint. Yeah, sure. But then just Ralph's like, I'm going to break your bones and I'm really going to like it because I need a therapist. Yeah, he's a bit of a masochist that, yeah. that is real he slams somebody into a dumpster like he does he does times. more than that he fucks he chases a man with up. a motorcycle for fun he runs him down <laughs> i'm <laughs> helping the city blood's just spattered on his <laughs> everywhere <laughs> i'm a hero exactly <laughs> he is committing so. genocide <laughs> Of the city's criminals. Right. And then they, they not so subtly... I am in a holy crusade! <laughs> <laughs> I am God's chosen! Okay, so Rav really isn't taking Leo's absence well. Not at all, not at all. I, speaking of that, though, I like that the um, the characters actually get a little more defined in this movie. All the turtles get to be a little more defined than the, than the live-action ones. You're looking at me like I'm full of shit. The li- really? Donnie gets to be an IT person, who we see once. I feel like he's an IT I person. Mean, but we see him like he makes the bombs. He is the one who like figured out the turtle RV. He did all of that. He probably. I mean, I feel like Michelangelo I, got downgraded because he was yeah. just really annoying. Like all the other times, he's there. He still tells fun jokes. This, his personality in two thousand seven annoyed the shit out of me. It wasn't. Oh my god, I did not want to hear any of his jokes or just him talking. I didn't I, like I didn't it. mind some of the interactions. Like, and it was, and this isn't really. A, helping my case here but i i enjoyed it more when the other turtles were telling him to shut up like i i found that funny like uh like in towards the climax they're trying to fight all these monsters or the foot clan or whoever and mikey tries to make a joke mm-hmm. and donnie does just like without skipping a beat donnie's like mike we talked about this don't do this right now <laughs> and mikey just shuts up so I think you're agreeing with Barrett. Yes, I, I, Mikey kind of sucks. But the way that they wrote about him sucking, I kind of enjoyed, I guess. There was a weird amount of stuff that I actually liked about this film. Like, we'll, we'll get, I'll, I'll get to it down the line, but go ahead. They didn't make a sequel. They should have made a sequel where Michelangelo just goes off and does his own thing. There's a comic series about that. Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's going right now. I don't want to ruin it, but it's going right yeah. now. It's, well, it's called Last Ronin. Uh, I read the first issue. Fucking Careful, loved it. don't ruin it. Uh, no, I'm not. I'm just saying go oh, read right. it. Go read Ninja it. Ninja Turtles, Ronin, Last Ronin. Ronin. Well, really I great. wonder if this was a comic book series that got turned into a movie. Because it feels really weird to have somebody just think this up. Like, it's very convoluted for... You're going to tell you know me that I mean? Shrek ain't weird? Shrek's really fucking weird, but at least Shrek was based on fairy tales and shit. Like, this one's like... You know what would be good for a, for a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie? Let's just have 3,000-year-old Aztecs and monsters rain hell across New York while we try to figure this out. Like I said in the last two, it's those coked-up producers, you know? Yeah, it's just, I mean, it was done by the Weinstein Company, so who knows what was going on during that time. Bad things. Very Very, bad. from it's the perspective of 2020, we were very time bad travelers. Things. Bad. You very stay good. away from that man. He very bad. Yeah, 1990s a, Casey a, Jones bad. There's a line at the end that very much foreshadows all of that. <laughs> Because the Patrick Stewart's character, who is like the big main warlord guy and tried to get all the monsters together, they win, obviously, and he disappears because he's not immortal anymore. And his dust that he disappears into gets into all close Mikey's. to Mikey. And Mikey's like, oh, he's in my mouth. Oh, he tastes awful. <laughs> and all I could think was, wow, that's foreshadowing now, a little bit. that gelatinous form, and his name is Harvey, Harvey. Weinstein. <laughs> oh. Oh, uh, our our rest. generation's job of the hut. Yeah. Hooray! Don't rest in pieces. <laughs> is he dead? No. Yeah, he's not dead. I looks sickly. He dead. Super sickly lately. Oh jeez, like ever like all his court earrings. He looks awful. Yeah, because he's trying monster. to get off on yeah, being sick. It's true. He's trying to get off on something. Ah, anyway. uh, one thing I really loved about this film is the dynamic between Raph and Leonardo. I think they did that really well. They did that really well, but also at the same time, that also pretty much just went, hey, Donnie, Michelangelo, get out. Yeah. yeah. Get out. This is the Raph Leo movie. Get the fuck out. They play backseat super hard, but honestly, I I did really enjoy all their scenes together. Like, there is so much, and and this is from the perspective of a middle sibling who was in Raph's spot a lot growing up, where you had the older sibling who was just clearly better... uh, 
he just had more talent, I guess, out of the gate. And I want, and and it's just that like self fulfilling prophecy of getting pissed off and more pissed off, and then you're just seen as that guy growing up. And and I really attuned that with Raph, and it, and it really comes to a head. I wasn't I was kind of surprised that a PG movie didn't hesitate to flip that on its head a little bit because traditionally Leonardo's just the good leader boy and he doesn't really lash out very much especially in these last live action movies that we watched in this one he doesn't hesitate he straight up tells Raph I'm better than you like to his face and they almost kill each other over it mm -hmm. I wasn't I like that whole sequence was I feel like that's where the budget actually went was that raining scene where they almost where they basically fight to near death and Raph wins like that was, I don't know, that, that shit really got to me. I really, I thought that was a really well done scene and I, I felt the emotion of all of that that they were going through. And I really enjoyed that. I, I'll give it some respect. The rest of the movie is a fucking goofball movie, but that was a lot of fun for me. I think my only, like, that scene is, I think, the pinnacle of the movie. Like, it's, oh, yeah. it's the, the moment at which the movie hits its peak story-wise, production-wise, quote-unquote, like, voice acting-wise. Mm-hmm. I just wish there was more time to it. To that scene? To that to, scene? To or the, to that like the evolution? ending of the scene. Or to keep that momentum? Well, yeah, well, they quickly just gave up, because Raph just runs away. Yeah. Well, so Raph runs, runs away, and then immediately Leo gets jumped, and I kind of wish that Raph wouldn't... Because he runs away, and we see him run away, then we hear Leo scream, and he immediately turns around. Right? I wish instead of the scream leo like runs around he takes one last look back like he kind of stops and he re like he he's already realized what he's done right right he's, he's he realized that he almost brother. killed his brother yeah and he runs away and he like gets to a stop and he goes he takes a breath and then he turns away and see them walking away i feel like that is more impactful than just hearing trying to go Leo after him scream and, and, then and then immediately turn around and walk. Well, he won 80s on his emotions, like, immediately. And and so, for me, it goes way downhill that, there, too. And it's just because there's no, like, time for that to breathe. It's immediately, yeah. oh, no, we're family again, and I need to go save my brother, and blah, da da da, da. Instead right, or, of, like, actually dealing with the issue. You know what Or I mean? he runs away onto a rooftop, he gets to a point he stopped, he's crying. If you can show crying in this movie. Cause... I mean, he was screaming and, like, throwing his fist into the ground in the background there yeah but yeah, then I mean, like he's sitting there and he out of the corner of his eye he sees leo get dragging dragged away right i, I can understand that for sure and i, mean, I an and i wanted movie, more right it's so an animated much. kids movie yeah. you know but i applauded for where it went but i i do agree that it should have done more and they're just like friends again out of nowhere like they're brothers again out of nowhere i feel like uh a fight like that would need a little more time to breathe especially when you're almost killing each other yeah, for sure. I, I definitely see where you're going with that. It is also a kids movie with 13 monsters and a bunch of and one turtle who wears another turtle's head. Basically, he wears a fake bobblehead and pretends to be a party character. <laughs> so I mean, you don't, you're not you're asking for you can only ask for so much. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I get that. Question for you, because he and I know turtle war stuff, and I don't know if you. I, I want to know if this character went over your head. Did the character of Karai just kind of go over your head? Yeah. She's. The girl who's in charge of the Foot Clan now? She's Lady Foot. She's, so she's... Oh, oh, that's be... hot. Go on, Lady <laughs> she's Foot. She's Lady Foot. Oh, so she's, she's in charge uh... of all the Lady Foot Lockers. Go on, <laughs> so tell she's, me more. She's Shredder's daughter, right? Yeah. That's kind of the idea? Yeah. Yeah, so she's Shredder's daughter, and in the shows, she's much more relevant. But she's not in any of the movies up until now. But somebody had to be there. And they, they really upgrade the foot in this movie. Like... They're no like, longer teens who like Pepsi and tobacco. They're actually a competent force. Well, they don't look like 1990s eBay fucking mall ninjas, dude. They actually look like relevant kind of like ninja warriors. Paul Blart Mallfoot. That's basically who they are. <laughs> which brings taking, me back. That's the crossover special we're waiting for. They're taking over the mall. Which which brings me back to my what I like in our canon, I would like to believe, is the re-debut of my favorite Foot Clan ninja. And that is Chonker's Foot, who is a giant fat ninja in the, in Secret of the Ooze. And then Karai is has... It, yeah. Is it Secret of the Ooze? Yeah, no, Secret of the Ooze with Chonker's Foot. Remember, there's yep. no foot in uh, the oh, third right. one. Right. And there's like a second-in-command foot that's always right by Karai and like nods at the things that she says. <laughs> and is like, like always by her side. 
And I would just like to believe in my heart of hearts that Chonker's foot got in the gym and really set his heart on being the best Foot Clan ninja he could be. And he worked his ranks all the way up to number two. And Karai even wanted to like rename him to give him like a cooler name. And he went, nah. No, I am Chonkers. always Chonker's. It was always Chonker's foot. So I guess at the end of the day, for me, this uh, film lands in my in film purgatory. For me, in the sense of it's a decent film. It did its job. And that's kind of it, though. I feel like that's that's what I call like you know the no man's land of hey, do I want to talk about it for fun out of being bad? Not it's, really. Well, it's hey, not... do I want to talk about it for doing something like oh my god? No, it's just it's in the film no man's land of yeah, it was decent. I mean, watch it if you get. I guess if you want to watch it, sure. Yeah, I think there are some good highlights to the film. Good highlights, overall. but I wouldn't. But, but like, I, I don't know if the highlights are worth making it. Like, I like, I, I don't know if I can just say you need to go watch this film. It's really, really yeah. good. You know, I don't know if I'd ever say that to anybody. Now you'd say that to Ninja Turtle Mike, the number one Ninja Turtles fan in the no, world. Ninja obviously. Turtle Mike, can fuck off. Quit taking our publicity, Ninja Turtle Mike. I remember, I heard you play a fucking bit of our own podcast and claim it as your own. Fuck off, Ninja Turtle Mike. I need you to settle down. <laughs> no. I'm never going to let that go. Ninja Turtle Mike can eat my ass. I wow. you're already in an argument with a fictional character we <laughs> made. Why would you tell them it's fictional? I want somebody to listen to this and go, who the fuck is Ninja Turtle Mike? Like, because they mentioned it in one episode, and now they're really getting into it with this episode. i got to find this Ninja Turtle Mike character. <laughs> well, so that's what I, that's that's the pitch I want to do now, is I think in the film, Mikey had the right idea of just, like, you know, being a kid's birthday party entertainer. Mm-hmm. And so that's what we're going to do. Uh, that's going to be our new business. If the pod, you know, on top of the podcast, it's also just be kids entertainers. Here's the thing, though. We uh, can't obviously afford the rights to change Mutant Ninja Turtles, so I've been thinking about it. So we're going to be a new pitch. We are the Samurai Abomination Tortoises. Are you following here? <laughs> uh, and then our lovable master, Mr. Splatter. Who is a raccoon. Because we oh, can't God, afford no. <laughs> <laughs> raccoons. <laughs> like, we're going to ruin so many kids' birthdays. Oh, gonna so be, many. We're going to show up, and they're going to be like, can you say cowabunga? Legally, we can't. So you can say chowabunga. How about chow? <laughs> and then look at their parents and be like, all right, that'll be $200. No. Are you <laughs> Raphael? No. You Absolutely cannot say not. that name. Unsay that name right now. Warner Brothers will be up our asses. Oh, yes. uh, no, actually, no, Nickelodeon. Viacom will be up our asses. They're the ones uh, who currently hold the rights. I don't think they do. Nickelodeon. I think Warner has some ownership, too, though. Well, the question is, who has the film rights, who has the TV and movie rights, the TV and comic book rights? The only reason I'm, I think Warner Brothers at least still has a hand in TMNT is, uh, it was either Mortal Kombat or Injustice, I don't remember which, but you could play, like, they put in all four Ninja Turtles as playable characters. Yeah, but the Ninja Turtles also Brothers showed game. up in multiple fighting games. What other I mean, game have they been in? Uh, Smite and Brawlhalla. The Turtles? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Well, now I'm curious. Well, who made who made the Michael Bay ones? Nickelodeon Dream and Works. And Works. Dream Works. And works. Really? I burped while saying Dream. Okay. <laughs> uh, just like all my dreams. Who owns? Like their people. Who owns? Who owns DMA? people? Well, not good people. I think that's a yeah, yeah. <laughs> bad people own You're people. Right. You're right. They do. Own, wow, they got it. Mirage Studio owns the comics. Mm-hmm. Nickelodeon owns the animated series, and I don't know who owns the movie rights. It's not so. So here. here's the question: When are we gonna get the Disney live action remake of TMNT? Two. Well, that's when they have, uh, Disney eventually absorbs everything in the year of 2040. All everything is Disney. Yep, Viacom <laughs> does have the movie rights. Giving it all, giving all the credit to Barrett on that one. Oh, okay. Then when are we gonna get the the CBS All Access? TMNT sitcom. No one's paying for fucking CBS All Access. I'm going to say it now. <laughs> that's like, out of all out of all the streaming apps, I can at least understand where some are in. It's like, CBS, watch Star Trek? No. That's Amazon now. Star Trek is Amazon now? Isn't it? Well, then fuck, Isn't, double fuck um, off CBS. Picard? Is Picard... Picard was on TBS, wasn't it? I thought it was on CBS. CBS. I... Picard was oh, on God. CBS. And see, once again, here's where TMNT lies in film purgatory. Because we've not... already moved on to streaming CBS services. All Access really is an actual thing. And... Yeah. Oh, right. um, and Google knew exactly what I, I wanted to type. I'll say the, the choreography of the fight scenes was pretty good, overall. I yeah. think they did a solid job of keeping our attention for the, like, the fight stuff. Yeah. But the dialogue during the fights was... 
boring. Boring. Karai I feel like and the Foot Clan in general basically play second fiddle to the yeah, actual... Well, I, I want you to think about this. We talk about those really well-choreographed fight scenes. Now I want you to go back and remember that smile on your face when you think about Secret of the Ooze fight yeah. scenes and just tell that oh, immediately... Those, so those memories in my head making those me smile so how bad and fun they were. And I'll always remember that over, yeah, cool, CGI fight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's I'll, good. It's really well done. Yeah, but... The, the live-action ones in the 90s were so bad that they're worth remembering for being bad. Exactly. And I, like, I think I'd rather watch Secret of the Ooze or the third one or even the first one than this movie at the end of the day. And that's why I was so excited and made you two pause it and rewind it in one of the last shots of the movie... When they're putting uh, the helmet of the old warlord on their like wall of memories that they have, and it has the time travel piece. Mm-hmm. It references all of it. Yeah, from the third the, one, the ooze yeah. canister, and then from Shredder's ooze. original helmet from 1990. Well, they even have uh, the samurai like face mask that they yep. wore when they were in feudal yeah. Japan. They have all, and I and I had a a moment of happiness greater than most of TMNT 2007 when I was remembering all of that and seeing that they made a point to pay homage to those movies <laughs> was was better to me than this movie was almost. And that's really bad for this movie, you know? Yeah, it just made us more excited for what we had. For the garbage. Because the garbage yeah. time was actually better. The garbage was just fun. It's just so stupid and fun. And we get, yeah. you know, look at us. Look at us already reminiscing. It's only right. episode four. We're like, right. I remember back when we right. were good. <laughs> right. When we originally were watching no, we're still good. turtle content. That's it. I'm pulling the plug. Yeah. You know what? We strayed too far from the original source. <laughs> <laughs> that, that being said, I think we've all agreed we're not, we're not going to do the Michael Bay turtle movies. At least not I'd, right I'd now. I'd say maybe eventually. Maybe but... in the future. But, and I know we said we'd do them in an earlier episode, but they're, we're just turtled out at this point. You know? sure, well, I need something I can really sink my I need teeth to, into. So. I, I need to stop dreaming about rats fucking raccoons and turtles coming all over uh, SeaWorld. You know oh what yes, I mean? also, in, in episode two, I did, I did make the reference to the duct tape Ninja Turtles porn. I found it. Uh, don't tell can, people you, about you don't tell them how it, to find this you find it on Vimeo you're fucking uh, you're I think terrible it's called like Teenage it's like, it's like TMNT for some reason the person who titled it they titled it uh, Exotic Sex Museum because the original title was called Pizza Time which was later scrubbed from the internet some people have reposted some like re-edits um, so then welcome Hello. to Barrett's Porn Advice I was going to say the same thing <laughs> If you ever just want to watch just so like anyway, weird duct tape dicks, like, you know, shoot like what I assume looks like sunscreen all over a pizza, and then also, like, decapitate a fake turtle, and its actually head is a watermelon, it's weird. It, it's just a lot. So but anyway, I, this week we're going to see if Lisa Ann can replace Riley Reed on the top ten list of porn stars. <laughs> so we should just, we should, that's how it feels we're doing yeah. at this point. We're going what down the What the hell are you talking about? I'm... I, I don't know. So that's that's somebody's yum somewhere, I'm sure. <laughs> it's just... Oh, the, no, the best one, though. Actually, one of the Why best are still doing this? I'm sorry. Are you still I, doing... They're going to stop laughing like when it shows them. <laughs> coming, on the, coming on the pizza, what and the then fu- just... They re-edit, they're just blaring the original cartoon theme song <laughs> as it's happening. You can't tell me that's funny as shit. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. You can't tell me that is not pinnacle internet. You can't. Uh, all right, all right, I'll give you that. <laughs> I, I still don't think listeners need that in their life, but sure. All right. You're, you're going to need it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, this might be a short episode because... These are because it was film purgatory. It it just it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. I mean, and and the the sad thing about movies like that is they're able to break out of the really bad mm-hmm. basement, mm-hmm. but they can't no make and it break into our that's hearts. It. They can't yeah. break into our hearts though. They don't make it up there. They just well, yeah. they just fall, you know. And it's kind of it's it's really sad, you know, <laughs> to have a movie hey. like do really like try really hard and get to a point where they are not awful but not good enough to be remembered. I feel like it just kind of falls by the wayside of the... I think, like, from, like, around, like, 2005 to 2010, there were a shitload of, uh, like, CGI kids films. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But because they didn't have the, uh, like, you know, official, like, DreamWorks, Pixar, Disney mark, they just kind of fell by the wayside immediately. I'm curious, because the budget was, what, like, $30 million for this? 35 $35 That's why, because I was like... Because Shrek came out in 2001. 
mm-hmm. and it looks infinitely better than this movie. Oh, it still it holds up. Absolutely. It, it looks, looks so good. It. Well, Shrek got a budget of $60 million. They had, yeah. they had almost double the budget of this movie. So I kind Plus of... more because of inflation. Yes. By, well, by today's standards, yeah. yes. But, yeah. but, but I mean, like... And even by 2001 to 2007 standards, I guess, too. Also... Re- I, uh, <laughs> I kind of want to know what else came steering out. Steering into something green, actually, recently listening to Why are you Shrek's, steering into green things? Just to the Shrek soundtracks. Stop, they stop. still slap, all of them. All the Shrek soundtracks still slap. Oh, well, my God. Yes, but Shrek soundtracks, I feel like it's a little bit cheating, because all the songs weren't made for Shrek. Doesn't mean it's not a great playlist. Well, I'm not saying it's not, but, like, it's, they're not, like... So they went and found that's like saying the baby driver soundtrack is great because it's, it's a in, fire soundtrack will you let me finish this sentence perfectly i don't disagree with anything you're saying here but like that's like saying it's great because it's in baby driver as opposed to them being just good songs right it's a little bit different of an argument you know what i mean yeah they're great songs just period right it doesn't just they're in that movie doesn't mean that that's what makes them good well okay so bringing it back to teenage mutant ninja turtles we, we should get, we get black watch Betty. baby driver we did get no, Black... No, no. That was... You don't like Black Betty? No, I did. That was like the one song when we did hear that, yeah, with Black Betty, but... That, that was, was the only it. one I knew. Oh, shit, dude. You know, I actually, I kind of am giving them shit on their, uh... How did it... It was number one when it came out? It, for the for the first weekend. Oh, just for the first weekend. Yeah. Because tra- the first Transformers movie came out that same year. Oh, my God. That's that... crazy, huh? Huh. Maybe we should watch that sometime. Is it bad that we're thinking we're just Ratatouille looking for came movies? Out? Ratatouille came out in two thousand seven. Wow, there were much better movies you could have seen that year. Is that Ellen Shanty. Do you think so we'll ever Meet the Robinsons did too? I actually liked Meet the Robinsons. I know y'all had your thoughts about it. My only thing with Meet the Robinsons once again is beginning, some of the middle, <laughs> end. That's what I remember. You know what I'd rather watch? Rush Hour Three. <laughs> this is such a bad movie. Uh, you know, I, did uh, you, the first two, I actually, <laughs> I vouch for the first two, though. I had fun with the first two. As much as I hate Jackie Chan as a person now, I really do. I don't care that I'm saying that on record. Jackie Chan, quit disowning your daughter. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, but also go searching for those talismans, because I watched all of Jackie Chan adventures. I did, too. I did, too. Simpsons movie was in 2007. Hot Fuzz, Hot Fuzz was 2007. Good year. Uh, Hot oh, Rod was 2007. Live Action Hitman was 2007. <laughs> oh. That was a rough one. That is a real rough one. Uh, no Country for Old Men, 2007. Pretty good yeah. year. That's a really good year. Trick or Treat, 2007. Uh, not Alien vs. Predator Requiem. That movie could fuck off. Maybe we should, should we also add, like, uh, eventually some... Maybe someday down the line we get more depraved. We'll just uh, start eventually just watching porn spoofs. And then just be like, oh, sexy. Really? Skip, 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 Oh, dude, skip, The skip. Mist. Plotline. The Mist was 2007. Hmm. That's one of the only movies... I'm sure you know this, but that was one of the only movies ever that was a Stephen King novel where Stephen King said the ending of the movie was better than he could have written it in the book. How was I supposed it's to? It's Mondo Depression. I thought you did. Yeah, you've seen it? That. Yeah. I don't know you've seen it. Well, it's oh, a spooky... Oh, I should say I just saw the ending. <laughs> okay, I was going to say it's a spooky movie. You don't do spooky yeah. movies. I don't do spooky well, movies. I, thought, I saw the I ending. You knew. Like I, don't, I don't know why I thought you knew. Yeah, I, don't I thought know. you knew. Uh, anyway, it was in 2007, so, so you know what? If you haven't seen it, fuck off. So okay, that's aggressive. Let's no, it's two thousand seven. Oh, the third, the third Pirates of the Caribbean movie was thirteen years ago. Oh my oh god, my god. Oh, the third one, not even the uh, first one, the third one. When did the first? Should we one? watch Pirates of the Caribbean? I'm, I, I'd, I'd be down. I just feel like we'd have more good things than bad things to talk about half the time. Debatable. The, the, I like the first one. I like I like the first one. I kind of like all of them. I'm gonna be honest. I'll with be you honest. like the not fifth. the fourth one, not the fourth or the fifth. Fourth or fifth can fuck <laughs> up. All the Johnny Depp one. Nah, not even that. All the the first three. All right, I draw the line Here's, at the first three. See for me, what the I the scene in which he's pulling the ship on the salt flats in the second one. Isn't that the third one? That's third the, one. Oh, no, that is the third one. Yeah, with one, all the because he's, he's been. Here's my thing. With he's been dead the, for a hot minute. Here's parts of the Caribbean. I like one. I like four. You like four? I do. I hate four. I thought it was a, just a different yeah. adventure, and I enjoyed it with a new cast of people. I think it should always be one-offs. I think that's better. Versus two and three, I just felt like went on way too long. See, I liked, I liked two. two. they were just really kept, like, trying to, like, pull, like, you know, it's like, oh, we just need to keep keep pulling that runtime well, too long. I liked two, I think, for the same reason I liked Secret of the Ooze. And that's because they just took everything from one and went, now let's get goofy with it. And because they did. Because you love being a turtle? Because you're going to crush Tatsu's ribs? 
Oh, they got my baby boy Tatsu. He got his ribs crushed so hard that he just sprinted right out of the franchise. Ninja Vanish. Ninja Vanish. No, the, 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 see, that's actually why he likes uh, Pirates of the Caribbean 2. Is on during one of the big battles on the ship in the distance, you see Vanilla Ice on one of the ships. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, just so we're all aware, because we talked about this before the movie came out. It was weird that Chris Evans was in this movie for me, and it's weird for a lot of people with all the Marvel stuff that has now happened, but back then people have to remember that that's like fantastic for Chris Evans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rise of the Silver Surfer came out the same year. Mm. Which means all people had to think about was that version of Chris Evans. <laughs> fucking <laughs> fucking human torch Chris Evans. Really shitty douchebag Chris Evans. <laughs> It's weird to think like his, like his persona and his like who he is as a person has really just evolved over the last thirteen years. Yeah, really, it has. So serious question back on TMNT. Serious answer. What? What's up? Oh, this podcast is no has no serious answers. I don't know. Um, I mean, I mean, the is, porn thing wasn't fake. I'm just. I'm it's just, real. <laughs> I watched it. You can, I can't so see. Oh, I love the take Leonardo be beheaded. It happens. In porn? The rest of this... Yeah, they make for, like a fake for, stuffed Leonardo, they decapitate him, they cut open his skull, it's a watermelon, they have sex with a watermelon. Okay, we're done why sexing the watermelon. I don't know why... Did, why are you telling the listeners how to find it anyway? Ethan, uh, bring us back on track. Is yeah. TMNT 2007, or... um, What's the name of the third one? Oh, it was uh, just, just TMNT three. Oh, okay. They they, they lost all creativity. Um, which one is a bigger cash grab? Is a bigger cash grab? Oh, two thousand seven, in my opinion. Because I feel like three was just still trying to trying to just go off the waters of the first two and just kind of like off into off into nothingness. This is what. I feel uh, like this was more of a jump. Fourteen on the, years later. Twelve years later. Something like that. I I think the reason why I say this was more of a cash grab is I feel like it was more just jumping on the bandwagon a big. CGI shows about or CGI movies based on animated shows that were already around. I think I, I yeah I do agree with that, and then also it's the idea of hey a lot of those people who oh, you know got to see out? the original TMNT in theaters maybe now they can bring their kids or something for this yeah. one. Or it's a generation thing. I agree with that too. I feel like that's part of why um, they did that sort of nod to the 1990s ones. I don't know who so the fuck the, was well, remembering that. So all the that. teenagers or whatnot who saw the first ones. As a, or I guess like all the college kids who saw the first one. And they sat like there in, in that theater and they said, man, I could use Pepsi and cigarettes right yeah. now. And it reminded them that they needed Pepsi and cigarettes. I guess, like, <laughs> I, I will say my biggest bummer, I guess, in all of this is ending the Ninja Turtles section of the podcast episode, it's just kind of on like a more downer note of yeah. it's kind of depressing. Yeah, man. Maybe we will yeah. do the Michael Bay one sooner or just later. Just not, uh, not right I'm now. kidding. I don't want no. to do them either. Yeah, let me just give me time. We need time. But, I I mean, my favorite Secret of the Ooze, I think. Yeah, I think at the end of the day, Secret of the Ooze, it... It's just <laughs> the right amount of, of terrible. After for watching me. all four, Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> yeah, I think. I think I have to agree. I, I'm so glad I brought you people onto my side. Secret of the Ooze. Because y'all were, its way into the front. That's true, well, yeah. When I, we I, watched I, it, y'all were hating on it so hard. I yeah. know, and now, like, going back to everything. Yeah, Secret of the Ooze. <laughs> I think it's a decent franchise that peaked too early. Well, you say that, but I mean... And, I, and again, I don't want to watch them anytime soon, but I feel like they came back strong strong in quotation marks with that first michael bay one and then it did the same thing that the first one that the first time they did it in the 1990s did the first one killed it at the box office and the second one just sucked not that like the movie was not even not even taking the movie goodness into account like at the box office it just fucking flopped for some reason do you guys ever want to watch uh, tmnt the next mutation the 90s tv show live action with venus de milo who was the female turtle I'm good. I'm a, I'm a hard pass. Are you sure? I am positive I don't need that cancer. But they gave life. her turtle boobies. My my grandmother did not fight cancer for like a decade to, to see me grow up to watch that shit. Okay. I like to imagine that was like her one, like she like pulls you close to her bed, you know, just like, never watch TMNT, the next mutation. Grandma. 
so, she is she is gone though. Rest in, rest in peace, Grandma. But, Use a Ouija board after you watch the first episode, <laughs> Grandma. What do you think? Nah, if I if I try, I to have talk, disowned you, you, child. Oh, I, I don't want to. It wouldn't go well. Me trying to have a conversation with my deceased grandmother. A lot of that would be like, really, this is what you decided to do with your life. This is it. Yeah. This is it, um, son. Really. I think mine would be positive. I feel like they would be like, well, you're alive, and I'm like, well, thank you. I am alive. My my nah. <laughs> I loved my grandma very dearly, I did, but she she had high expectations. She was a for bitch, no. Wow, you never met her. You know why? Because she was dead before I met you. <laughs> anyway, we're not we so, don't have we don't have problems of any kind here on Who do you think you, who do you think was the one who yeeted your grandmother? Who do you think yeeted your grandparents on both sides? It was my me. boy. I hired him. There's just gonna be <laughs> there's gonna be a what was it, a civil war moment where where Iron Man civil sees war. Winter Soldier kill. <laughs> it's me killing But it's just Ethan killing all our grandparents. <laughs> well, it's better than a fucking Dawn of Justice moment. My grandma was also named Martha. <laughs> Come on. God, dude, I don't... So what I a... think Sorry, a perfect ahead. summary to TMNT 2007 is that we have spent more time not talking about TMNT 2007 than we have talking yeah, about I mean, you, yeah. can, you can skip it. You really can. You, and I'm sad about that because I remember loving this movie so much as a kid, like really enjoying it's it. It's a yeah, kids same. movie. It yeah. is through and through a kids movie. It's a kids and movie, but I, see, even by kids, like if I showed a kid that today, I don't think they'd fucking care. Like, oh, a, no, because like they'd be like, the, "Ew, what's that?" Well, even like the age demographic, like the right demographic who was into something like that, I feel like eh. I want Coco back. We need Coco. to go watch Coco now. Coco's amazing. I feel like it's a very. We're different We're not gonna tone. put it on this list. Coco's no, phenomenal. No, Coco's I'm, too I'm good just to saying be on that I need to go. We only watch just. We watched yeah. well, good, The Good Dinosaur, then. Let's go watch The Good Dinosaur. I don't want to put myself through that. I just don't want to... I wouldn't have anything to talk about. Oh, I feel like I just feel like this is good. a piece of shit. Except Cars 2. Good Dinosaur is not a good movie. It, one it of my co At least Cars 2, 2 made, like... favorite movie. Cars 2 is her favorite Sorry, movie? Sorry, Cars is her favorite movie. The oh, that's fine. Oh, the first one's great. But of all it's just not the movie I expected from her. Yeah, but I get it. And I, I will still stand by that one line in Cars 2. It redeems, like, almost the whole movie for me. The one with the dent with Mater when he becomes the super spy. Oh, he's like, no, the dents are the memories. Yeah, he's like, a dent equals a memory, so I would ever want to fix that and forget What happened to Leo's, or Raph's shell? Does he just have a gash in it? Yeah, a gash in it now. Just gash it's in not it. like it went far enough to cut anything. I hope. He's just, he's just secretly fucked up for the rest of his life. I mean, I don't know that that's a secret, actually. No, I like depending to... on the actions. <laughs> like, their team again, and Raph's just like, yeah, I'm gonna fucking rip his intestines out. Oh okay, my Raph, god. I need you, you know, to... It would've been funny if it was embedded, and he just kind of becomes so fucked up. He just has, like, a Stephen Hawking wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> I can still be one of the guys. I can still be one of the guys. No, no, just... no, no, no. I can still, still be, be one of the boys. Rap, you can still talk. Mm. <laughs> Maybe I don't want to. I don't know what you're talking about. No, and then he just duct tapes his size to like his handlebars and just <laughs> runs just into, run people. into people. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it turns out that oh. the other brothers have just hired actors to like make him feel better. Oh no, you beat us. You beat the fun plan. <laughs> no, it's, it's... Man, I, I'm also just trying to think what to title this episode. TMNT. And with a wet fart. I mean, kind of. I, I mean, it sucks because, like, again, very convoluted plot with really out there set pieces. They could have done more with it. I would have preferred an outrageous BS movie, to be honest. Yeah. And it felt like that's what we were getting set up for, and it never happened. What a tease. It didn't subscribe. Like, if it had subscribed to being yeah. a really family oriented, we are brothers, and then we got to work through our shit because we don't like each other all the time, and if that's all they focused on, and we got more Donnie, right. we got more Mikey. I that'd be one thing, right? Then we'd have less to talk about based on it being in that upper tier of like this is weirdly a good family movie, like dynamic movie. And get we, rid we of all the ancient history and just make it just make it about the turtles. I just want to go back to my Pepsi, my cigarettes, my raccoons, and my pizza. I want to go back. Well, I I don't know to to that effect of getting rid of that stuff. I kind of wish they went to the other end of the spectrum. Just where it was, it was all the fucking monsters like destroying the city, and the turtles having mm-hmm. to figure it out and fighting all these giant fights the entire time. April gets thrown off a building. <laughs> and Casey in the wheelchair now. And Casey dies of a broken heart. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'd be, I don't know, I'd, I'd have more fun watching that. I'm going to be honest. Oh, God. So, I, yeah, end of the day, uh, yeah, Casey skip it. Casey gets a match penalty. <laughs> Casey, uh. gets, Casey gets four minutes for high sticking and two minutes for high dicking. Okay, you wanna you wanna explain to me? Go on, explain to the young man. Explain to the class uh, what is dicking. high dicking. Go on. Yeah, it's simple. First, you smoke a couple bowls, so you get yes. it nice and high, and that's part of the high piece, right? And it's high dicking, so you need to also probably take some Viagra. Because for me, I don't know. For most people, it's different, but for me, it's kind of really hard to keep an erection while I'm high. Uh, so Viagra will help with that. And go <laughs> it's on. It's a good supplement. I'm so listening. it's high dicking, and it's it's all about being a vigilante at the end of the day, really. So you need to get yourself a mask, and then you go out with so, your now unbelievably engorged penis from the amount of Viagra that you have you now taken, and you beat the shit out of what at least you perceive as criminals using your penis. It's the idea. And either you get arrested, <laughs> or you beat up enough people that one of them happened to be a criminal. And, you end up and on either the, way, you win. You end right? up on the sex offender See, list, and you right? I mean, well, that's forever. I mean, you gotta deal with that anyway. Then you don't have to deal with children for the rest of your life. People shitty kids, yeah. who would, fuck that, I'm a sex offender, they're never gonna come near me, right? It's that easy. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Barrett said you that. You stole my fucking <laughs> joke. I didn't you steal son how, of shit. How could you have ever thought that that joke was going to come up in this podcast? And I give all the credit He's to Barrett. Thank you. He said weeks. that the other day. Are you fucking kidding me? I'll kick your ass. <laughs> you I gave you, I'm giving you all the credit. I'm not stealing it. I told, I'm told. i saying that you said the joke and I was just bringing it back up. You're gonna hear from my fucking lawyer. You're no, fuck sued. you. You wanted to know what high dicking was, and I had to like. No, high dicking should just be. I'm just imagining a man dangling by his penis off of a ceiling. That's high dicking. The why is that? Why is dick? I don't know. I feel like I got colorful with it. <laughs> all right, all right. I think we've we've rambled long enough. Uh, next week. Oh, baby boy. Merritt <laughs> oh, really wants Ooh. us to do a movie. Yeah, I shouldn't have clapped. Who cares? I'm so excited. We're going really... Flintstones 2. Viva Rock Vegas. I guess we're doing I it. I guess now. we're doing so it. Yeah. Flintstones 2. Viva Rock Vegas. Because it is the clear garbage movie that everyone deserves in oh, their life. If you have made it to this point, you deserve extra credit. Yeah, you really do. Thank you for so, making uh, it So stop by our uh, apartment in Burbank, knock on our door, we'll give you a kiss on the cheek. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's your cheek, credit. Luck. If you can find us, yeah. good for you. Uh, <laughs> this has been Jabbermouse. Uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yeah. yeah. Adios, space cowboy. Fuck off. Don't fucking... No. <laughs> well, that was a good sign-off. That was a good one. Space cowboy? We're, we're gonna put the... We're gonna put the pull-out couch back and... Uh, we'll pull something out. We both know you don't pull out. That's the end. <laughs> Goodbye. He's right. I can't stop it. There you go. All right. Fuck. <laughs>